Welcome back to House Rich, the real estate show, home of the world's best home buying tips. Today we're going to talk about the viral article where it's talking about you need to make $160,000 to live in Manhattan or you need to make 40x times the rent. Why that kind of makes sense, you know, and how that relates to you buying a house. We're going to actually get into those numbers because honestly, if you understand how the numbers work, it actually makes perfect sense to a bit perfect per air quotes for the perfect percent so let's break it down so that's 40 times the rent per year and so let's do a little bit quick math there's 12 months in a year three times 12 is 36 so it's essentially three times the monthly rent and change you know and so you probably heard three times the monthly rent in the city that you live in so it's not really all that different it's just it's, it's just written different like i guess in new york they just write it 40 times the um the rent per year most of it just says three times a month the rent so it's, it's the exact same thing most likely in your city to begin with and so let's talk about the hundred sixty thousand dollars a year let's divide that 160 by 40 and it comes out to four thousand dollars a month so it comes basically out to four thousand dollars in rent and i guess that's what it costs to rent in manhattan so what does something cost what is something worth something is worth what somebody's willing to pay for and so the market says that folks are willing to pay four thousand dollars a month to rent in manhattan so there you go there goes the price for rent in manhattan that just is what it is so whether you're saying the price is too high or whatever that that's a whole different story but that's that, that's just how the numbers work out and so Let's get to this three times the the rent thing because I think that's really where people start to uh, trip up and like why why do I gotta do that? Actually, before I get there, let's talk about the rent in Manhattan or whatever city you're living in. Yes, it's expensive to live in Manhattan. No, it's your downtown. It's more convenient you're near a lot of stuff. Um, it's it's fun to live downtown, especially in your early twenties. But if you can't afford to, don't do it. Um, I'll give you a perfect example. So like when I used, I lived in um, the D.C. area, I didn't actually live in D.C. I lived in Rockville, Maryland, which was outside of dc when i was in memphis i so memphis is a great example so i moved to memphis i remember when i i got there i just i drove there from dc to memphis um stayed in the hotel till i, till I found a place and it, it took me like uh it took me like three or four days um but i remember looking at the first apartment because i was like let me find the cheapest apartment let me just google it it was 480 the first apartment i looked at and so yeah it was 480 dollars and so i remember looking in that area and i was like uh, I'm kind of young. Maybe I can deal with the, the elements. I'll just say that. Um, but I was like, okay, let me check out some other apartments. I remember I found another one. It was like six. I think it was like 635, something like that. And then there was another apartment. It was $1,200. It had been, it was, I think it was like a condo that was friend. It had been nicely refurbished. I mean, it was a nice looking place. Because I mean, $1,200, this is like 2011, 2012, maybe, um, in Memphis. So think about that $1,200 10, 10 years ago. It was a pretty nice place but i was like okay this looks cool but you know i guess it's cool to have you know marble countertops and so to me I, i'd eliminate the the, the 481 is a little too too much amongst the uh the elements and so i was like okay you know 675 and eight the nicest places got you know the linoleum linoleum you think you know what i'm trying to say uh countertops you know just the the basic floors with the um the laminate on the floors but it was just like it was a corner unit, so it was cool. It had a little balcony, and it, it backed up against the um, the tree line. So I was like, "Oh, this is perfect for me." You know, I can kind of get things done in this unit right here. And so that that that's what I did in my in my scenario. And so I didn't need to live in Memphis. It was a nice um, area. Oh, I'll tell you, the last place I looked at in Memphis was it was like two thousand dollars a month looking down looking over the Mississippi. It was super nice. It was a condo. It was um, two hundred and 
two stories. But uh, like I said, what was that really going to do for me now? Like ten, looking back 10 years ago, I'm glad I didn't buy the $2,000 or rent the $2,000 a month apartment. But sorry, that was a little bit uh, more of a tangent. But you don't have to live in the most expensive place. Just remember that. You can actually stay down for a year or two until you actually come up and then you can actually afford to live in the city. But uh, back to the numbers. All right, so let's break this down when it comes to the housing market. So it works almost exactly the same as far as your DTI when you're buying a house. But once again, your apartment is not doing a DTI calculation. So let's say you make $4,000 a month. If you're Pretty much the highest your debt to income ratio can go is 50%, meaning that your monthly living expense can be no more than twice your income. So if you make $4,000 a month, your monthly mortgage payment can be no more than $2,000, so 2x. But that's assuming you have absolutely zero debt. So let's say you have, I don't know, a car payment that's $500, some credit cards, some student loans, and all this, and your monthly debts are $1,000. So once again, your debt income ratio can only be 50% of your income. So if we take the $2,000 living expense, tack on the $1,000 in monthly finance debts, that means that you need to make at least $6,000 in order to qualify for this $2,000 home. So once again, $2,000 plus $1,000 equals $3,000 divided by uh, $6,000 equals a 50% debt to income ratio. So $2,000 times three equals $6,000. So in that very likely scenario, that's three times, you have to make basically three times um, the mortgage. So it's almost exactly the same thing as when it comes to buying a house. It's just, once again, your apartment is not going to go through the whole process of breaking down your, your deed tie and all that just because that's not what they they do. And so let's break down how you calculate your, your DTI for folks that are new to the, the podcast or the, uh, I guess, the YouTube channel. Your debt-to-income your debt ratio is your monthly finance debt. So and it's the minimum payments for it. So like if you have a credit card, I don't know if your balance is $4,000. If your minimum payment is, is only, I don't know, $150, whether you make the minimum or the maximum or um, you pay more, the the lender is counting $150 towards your, your debt-to-income ratio. That's the same thing like a car payment. It's your, it's your car payment, student loans, whatever your student loan payment is. Um, I have a whole episode about student loans and how those payments are actually calculated if you're in deferment and all that. But it's basically your monthly finance debts plus the future mortgage payment divided by your income before taxes. So, it, like I said, it's always the exact same formula for when you buy your house. And so, that's why I always kind of tell folks, like, when you're thinking about going from an apartment to a home, always work backwards to find what that price is. Because it's typically, like, if you're comfortable in that apartment, it's typically the same thing. It's simply the same living expense you want when you move to a house. So like I said, if you are, you know, paying $2,000 a month in rent, you need to work your way backwards to figure out what a home that's priced at $2,000 equates to on the market. Don't say, hey, I want a $400,000 house and then just figure out what the monthly payment is after the fact. Because what's going to happen is you're going to fall in love with that $400,000 house, that $400,000 neighborhood. And then, yeah, it may be, you know, this is going to vary based on your state, but it may be $3,000 a month. And now you've talked yourself into a scenario where your 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 debt to income ratio is is way out of whack, um, and it just it just kind of throws off things. So once again, always find out what you're comfortable with as far as your living expense, and then work your way backwards to figure out how to get there. And so, yeah, that that's really it. So I just wanted to comment on that article. If you got any questions, let me know. And um, please you know review the podcast. I really appreciate that. You know, like here on YouTube. Uh, share with the friend, subscribe, but uh, leave a review in the podcast. I would really, really, really appreciate it. Thanks.